1: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
2: So AEW has had an interesting year. If you want to call this the most divisive 12 months ever since it was born, I get that. But do you know how good that is? It means that all elite wrestling is a proper entity. Also, I can't lie. Why would I? That would be a waste of all of our time. I've had a rollicking good time all year. As we have reached the end of 2023, though, it's time to take the finger of power. And I said this on WWE ups and downs. It's essentially our end of the year awards, even though it's not, because that doesn't make any sense. Two plus two equals potato. Doesn't make any sense if this is the first video of mine you've ever seen. But I love you. Let's up those downs for AEW's year. So given where I am located, there is only one way to start all of this. All in duh. Now I am still in awe of the fact that AEW sold 80,000 tickets in Wembley Stadium, like if anybody had told you this back in 2019, you would have been slapped, and rightfully so. Also, yes, for me personally, it was basically the best day of my life. I got to be a wrestling security card and was beaten up by powerhouse Will Hobbs. And I sucked at my job. That is neither here nor there though, because do not forget also, the card absolutely ruled. And given the last few months, it probably is the last time we're ever going to see CM Punk versus Samoa Joe. We got the Young Bucks versus FTR. We got that crazy stadium stampede match and the main event with MJF versus Adam Cole basically looked you in the eye and said, you know what's great? Friendship. It also opened the door for Will Ospreay to sign with the company. You can go and be as much as a negative Nancy as you want about anything in wrestling for deserves a round of applause to the point not only am i gonna give it an up i'm gonna give it the golden up. given that we are talking about pay-per-views i think we need to address everyone that aew did in 2023 I mean, they were all flipping bonkers. So I did some quick research as well, and the least light seemed to be Wrestle Dream. But look at some of the matches on that card. You had Bryan Danielson versus Sax Sabre Jr. that people have wanted to see since 1842. The six-man between Don Callis' family and Kenny Omega's crew. Round one between Hangman Adam Page and Swerve Strickland. And that four-way tag. So if this is the bottom. My word, what is the top? You can also tie it in as well, because when we got to the second Adam Page-Swerve Strickland match, It was the death thingamajig we're going to remember forever. And don't forget to go back to the start of the year. Brian Danielson versus MJF could be the best Iron Man match ever. You also had Brian versus Ricky Starks from All Out and Brian versus Okada from Forbidden Door. And that anarchy in the arena, double or nothing, was good. I think we figured out a pattern here and its name is the American Dragon. So we shall get to that in just one second. And as there are some murmurings that AEW may expand their pay-per-view schedule in 2024, well, if they can keep the level to where it is now don't really see an argument against it other than financial i mean that always sucks fingers crossed for the streaming service up and given all that too yes let's talk about brian danielson i mean he has to be some sort of wrestling alien because as we do enter what could be his last year as a full-time wrestler he has just gone out there and had banger after banger after banger and it doesn't matter what style you ask him to work danielson can just figure it out like a scientist he also broke his orbital bone in a match against andrade and ignored it until his face went numb and he broke his arm in that match with the carder and he finished the damn thing when you put all this into a pot he's just there now we have to start saying he's one of the best wrestlers ever i mean how could you argue it and honestly believe too that you could tell everyone oh simon miller is going to be facing him at collision and you tune in and go, wow, this Simon Miller guy is pretty good. But it's nothing to do with me. It's all about him. Someone was terrified to see what he is going to go in 2024. Because he is going to be on a tear and have a fire lit under his ass. But yeah, he has been totally untouchable throughout this year. I think he's flubbing brilliant. Up. And now we do have to start flipping things around. Because yes, this AEW Ring of Honor smashing together, eh, it didn't really work. Now, I certainly don't find it offensive, but I totally understand the criticism here. Like, do you remember when the elite held the ROH six-man titles for about three weeks and then they just lost them? And Why do we do that? I don't know. I don't think it's the be-all and end-all, but it can confuse TV shows and it kind of just merges all the championships together you kind of got a little bit lost here, I would understand. The real problem is, if you're a brand new viewer, you're being told, here's the AEW World Champion, here's the Ring of Honor World Champion, and here's the Ring of Honor Six-Man Tag Team Champions, and then over here you have the AEW Trios Champions, and then there's a TNT title, and there's a Ring of Honor TV title. By the end, you'd be like, what is happening? Because sometimes less is most definitely more when it comes to these kind of things, and if you do want to get complex, you could do that within the shows itself, dare I say it, you can do it with your stories and your narrative. However, I do feel like come the new year, Tony Khan is slowly moving away from this. That's all you can ever ask, for the promoter or the boss to listen and make some shifts. So I'm confident with it, but it turns the last 12 months down. Let's just get it out the way to CM Punk. Sheesh. No, I don't want to get into what could have been or what is. I just want to say I thought it was super sad. Like, it's great that he's gone to WWE. That was a moment that we all enjoyed. But there was so much potential here. And ultimately, on the human side, I don't think getting into a backstage fight at your job is going to make anybody happy. And I always care about individuals' mental health. It also just took away from the wrestling, which is never ideal. I bet it had an effect on Jack Perry. And I bet it had an effect on Tony Khan. No one ever talks about that. He was a huge fan of this man and he had to fire him. Doesn't mean he couldn't have done things better here. I think all of it is so upsetting. By the end, too, it just became a distraction because there were so many of these stories. But Look, it's done now. We draw a line under it, down. Back to the joy now, though, because I want to talk about the ultimate father figure in wrestling. Christian flubbing cage. Because when AEW revealed Christian as one of their mega signings, so many people went all negative Nancy on the internet going, man, whatever, that shouldn't be counted as a big deal. And I got really mad about this, because it has just been the summary of Christian's career. Nobody gives him his due. And what has he done now? He has been given the ball. He's one of the best heels in the business. I mean, just go listen to all his peers say about him. They all call him a wrestling savant. <laughs> and the only reason he kind of did struggle in the mid-card. It's because Vince McMahon didn't like his face. I'm not joking, you can Google it. Ever since he has become the most despicable heel in sports entertainment though, he has just been an absolute treat. I'm actually making this video before his first match with Adam Copeland, but I am so damn excited. There is no way they're going to be able to drop the ball. They're too damn good. He always had that storyline where he pretended to be the TNT champion, then just became the TNT champion. And all his interactions with his crew, Killswitch slash Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne, well, I just think it's benefited everyone. I mean, when it comes to the dinosaur, he feels more fearsome than ever. So mostly, I just enjoyed seeing Christian get the praise that he's always deserved. He would be an asset to any company. And he's 50 years old. And he came back from retirement up and keeping the individual praise mjf now i don't think anybody foresaw a proper babyface run in 2023 after we teased it in the summer but he finally did switch and he proved it when it comes to pro wrestling I can do it all. He also used these 12 months to climb to the top of the card and cement himself as a main eventer and probably the face of the company, but actually when you go outside the ring, there's more to it too. Because he has gone out there and done podcasts and interviews where he's all rah rah, we should support this company, which is always great, and if he actually believes in something, he is so damn vocal about it. I think that's very inspiring. Everything he did with Adam Cole was awesome too, and we've already mentioned Brian Danielson. And sure, maybe the Jay White thing was overbooked a little bit, but if you just watched that match from full gear, it's fabulous. And of course, there were a few bumps in the road. The Ring of Honor tag team Title thing kind of went awry because of Adam Cole's injury. But Maxwell just kept rolling with the punches, which is another reason he is getting an up. It's not always smooth sailing. You have to be able to adapt on the fly. It also does sound like he's going to be with AEW for the long term now because he has signed a new contract. By the time you are seeing this, he'll probably be trying to protect his bones from Samoa Joe. Either way, though, he has become such an important asset to the company. He's only 27. He is going to get so damn
1: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number
0: store or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with better help. Visit betterhelp.com/slash whatculture today to get ten percent off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash whatculture. There
2: were plenty of disappointments this year though. So I guess we'll just go through it. Because while he
0: did make a solid
2: comeback towards the end of 2023, it was so disappointing that all this hype we had for Wardlow, it just kind of petered out. And I'm sure there was a good reason why he had to go away. But let's face it, when the iron was hot, we didn't really strike. So it's got to get it down. However, he has since come back as a heel. So I'm keeping everything crossed. Speaking of people that went bad as well, Jack Perry did the same. And it kind of felt like we were onto something here. And everything happened with CM Punk, and he had to get suspended. (laughs) Just talking about it is so damn exhausting. So, once again, that is getting it down, but I want to tie it into mental wellness again. I hope he's doing okay. Nobody wants to go through that. Losing Jay Cargill cannot be seen as a positive either. While there are so many people that hurl absolute nonsense at this lady, trust me, she gets it, and she's going to be a massive star. That's a shame, it's a down. And really, when you do break it right down, I don't think we took advantage of Takeshita. Like There was a moment where he was kind of on the precipice and it looked like we were gonna pull the trigger and we just didn't. Look what it did to my body, down. There is some really good news too though, especially given what we do know is happening at AEW Revolution. We have essentially taken the last 12 months of Sting's career. We have turned it into something special indeed. But I'm genuinely excited to see who his last opponent is going to be and that is gonna be so damn emotional. That's what wrestling is all about my friends up we also had one of the greatest character slash gimmick changes ever in timeless tony's Storm, to the point i don't even need to see her wrestle anymore that's right i've become that guy i just want silly goofy wrestling for life vignettes constantly so far they haven't missed they've been going on for a while up and i'm going to do something very weird here because i'm going to give an up and a down for the acclaimed because they just bring so much joy and i think they're such a terrific group which is why they get an up but the down is we really should have extended that tag team title run longer. I mean, they were so damn hot. and We let it peter out. Damn it. Well, I'm going to use that as a piggyback too. Let's talk about the women's division. Now, it does feel as if we're heading for better times in 2024, because timeless Tony Storm is the champion, and there's so much you can do with that. And we have people like Sky Blue and Julia Hart and Athena, who all could start smashing our dynamite, and they all have banger matches. Really, though, so many stars have felt underutilized especially someone like Britt Baker. I mean, she even tweeted this out the other day. She was all like, do you know how much promo time I've had in the entire year? Zero minutes. Rut roh We've also talked about Jade Cargill as well, and she'd had two world championship runs in 2023, but both felt transitional, and we just don't use Nyla Rose enough I'll die on that hill. And of course, all this is reflected in the fact that many people just don't think that women are giving enough time, and there was a period where this is true for both WWE and AEW. I and mean, then All of a sudden, Becky Lynch kind of made magic happen, and WWE did go in the other direction. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed, the same thing's happened in All Elite Wrestling. Even though I have mentioned them once too, I also do want to give a quick shout out to people like Julia Hart and Sky Blue, and Willow Nightingale, and Athena and Billy Starks and Chris Statlander, because they absolutely maximized their minutes. But absolutely, there is more that we can do here, so i shall get it down. Thankfully, there's still plenty of things to rant and rave about, in a good way, that international title. Now, it is amazing that at one point this was considered nothing as a throwaway, when all of a sudden Orange Cassidy won it. And he was like, well, I think I can do something with this trinket. And he turned it into a real piece of gold. He didn't kiss it. I mean, ironically, he just went all in with this and he told a story with his body because he was so desperate to hold on to it, he would get his ass whipped before at the very last second he would get the 1-2-3. Until he came up against John Moxley, who basically killed him and won it back. I mean, it really was a great reminder that sometimes it can be the performer that makes the championship and that it only takes a few weeks to heat something up again. If you do have a plan and you believe in it, go with it. It really was one of the best stories of the year and Orange Cassidy deserves all of the plays. And I know there are still some naysayers on the internet that don't like him. And I think you're all totally nuts. He is one of the best guys doing it right now. And I stand by that and it gets it up. And yes, we have to do the same for Adam Page and swerve strickland it's only going to be a quick mention because if nothing else the effort they put into that match deserves some kind of shout out but the second part of that is that they created a platform for themselves and they turned themselves into such stars that in 2024 swerve strickland should become the aew world champion and yes look i get it drinking blood <laughs> it's not my favorite thing in the world but still made it to tmz that ain't the worst thing in the world. And once again, I'm going to break my system because I want to talk about Miro. Now, of course, he's going to get an up because he is the greatest professional wrestler in the world. But once again, when you go through the year, he just wasn't featured enough, at least for my taste. Now, look, there could be a reason for this. I don't know why people go missing from TV. But as somebody that wants to be entertained, he's a big man that slaps man meat. Plus, we never got part two with his powerhouse Will Hobbs feud. And that was teased. So that's a down and speaking about programs that vanished too i still can't believe it we never got keith lee versus swerve strickland that sucks and look i know this happens in every promotion but once again i can only speak for my tum tum i was so pumped for this especially because keith lee got hit in the back with a cinder block you think he would have wanted some revenge so it's a down if for nothing else because i wanted to see it Sometimes just keep things simple. Switching on a dime again though, I do just want to point out that if you were looking for five star matches throughout 2023, will you be hard pressed to find a better place than AEW? Whether it was Hangman Adam Page, Swerve Strickland, Chris Jericho, Will Ospreay, Kenny Omega, The Young Bucks, FTR, Ricky Starks, MJF, we could just go on and on and on, Ethan Page, blah, 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 blah. So many times people went out there and they just gave us everything. And if you were trying to make a top 10 AEW matches list, which we will do here too, you're going to really struggle with it. Because every time you go, oh, there's that, oh, but there's that, and then you just fall down and melt. I mean, they really have raised the bar for what we expect when it comes to free television matches. And never forget that and always give it an up. And speaking of all that, the Continental Classic. Now I'm going to be totally honest with you, as I am speaking, we're only a few weeks into the tournament, so it hasn't finished, but I am already so damn invested Because it's just sports. It's the Premier League. Three points for a win. No points for a loss. And one point for a draw. You just get all these stories happening organically. Because we can sit there like nerds. And go, oh, well, Moxley has to get a few points here. Otherwise, he's out. Oh, no. I do totally understand why we made it. The winner becomes the Triple Crown Champion. Because That just gives you something to have as a prize if you are successful. But even without that, I tell you. It took me about 82 seconds to become massively invested. Also, there was a net positive to this as well, because it means we lost three titles and we only got one back. There are way too many championships in AEW. Sometimes I get a little bit confused, but it has absolutely ruled ever since the announcement. And don't forget, this is only year one. So when we kind of finesse it in year two and year three and forward, holy crap, man. This could be amazing. Getting it up. Now, look as always, there's gonna be a bunch of things that I haven't talked about because I want you to discuss them in the comments. So please do that. Before you like the video, share the video and subscribe, and click the video on the screen just to get as much content as you can. You can also go to whatculture.com to do the same kind of thing and follow us on social media at WhatCultureWWE and Simon Miller316. But ultimately, gonna be a massive nerd here. Thank you to AEW and all wrestling promotions for entertaining me throughout the year. It's all I can ask. Thank you to you as well for supporting me. That means the world. Happy holidays, my friends. See you soon.